Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. This is episode number four of the Sasson and Spice podcast here with my man Sasson. And Spice. You know what I mean? And we're back here today. This is a little bit of a different podcast because we're in my uh, element, which is the gym. Talk to him. I, I, I fucking hate this gym. But okay. Okay, yeah, we do. Gym. It's okay. I mean, we're at a gym. That's, that, that's my playground. And we so. both got red sneakers on looking into a mirror. Hey, my man got the Adidas, the NMDs. Those are tough. I got you some bullshit ass Harajes. It's okay. It's all right. You're all right. But today... Stop looking in the mirror. I'm sorry. Please. I'm sorry. I'm Listen, not. I need to I'm understand. Not. We can't give this man... A mirror. No mirrors. His shirt was off. I had to tell him to put his damn shirt back on. Hey, yo, on. pause, man. There was nothing like that. I was just making sure my right. my intermittent fasting was going the way I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but this episode is actually really, really crazy because we just came to the gym. You know, we switched the plan up a little bit and we ran into a lot of good people. Some people that we're going to be having on here a little later on and asking, you know, what fitness means to them. And we really want to know what does fitness mean to you and... What's your story behind it, if any, or what's really holding you back from starting up or how we can help you start up? So, you know, what we're going to be doing is going through some of my workouts. Me and Excel are going to be here. And yeah, no. So as, as we continue, we are going to, um, as promised, give you some of the fitness lifestyle, some of the business lifestyle, some of the positivity, negativity, all the good stuff in the Sasong and Spice podcast. And um, I just feel like this is, you know, in the right direction. It allows all of our listeners, the three that we have, um, <laughs> to continue to grow with us. Um, as you guys know from the last episode and the ones before, I started intermittent fasting. And now my man Spice is on intermittent fasting. And it's yeah, been working. man. So, I, I, I want to say, man, hey, first and foremost, shouts to everybody listening. Shouts to everybody, you know, giving us the feedback. But the one thing we do ask is if you're on iTunes... Please do leave some feedback, positive, negative. You hate us, you love us, whatever. We appreciate it. If you're on SoundCloud, please do the same. Do not hesitate. You know, this is how we are going to grow. And please feel free to, you know, message us some details or some, not details, really ideas on what you want to hear about or what you think we should be going with this. And if you want to be on the podcast too. Yeah, man. Shouts to everybody. Shouts to everybody. Come through and show love and whatever it is. If you want to be. A part of it. Um, also, you know, let us know, like you said, feedback um, as well as we're going to be setting up some hashtags so that you guys can participate in the podcast. Um, if you're setting up some goals and anything we're helping you out with, um, just continue to uh, grow with us. So let us know how you're growing and uh, we'll be doing the same as you can see. And again, you know what I mean? And what, 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 what my man Sasson just said, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, we appreciate you and we appreciate you guys coming along on this journey. So without further ado, we're about to start this workout and we're going to check back in for a part two and a part three. And then we're going to have, you know, our final thoughts from the people that know me best in this gym. And then you can hear their their um, stories about where I was and where I've how I've come along. And I want to definitely give a shout out to some motivation to my man, Sasson. You know, no matter how far you are in your journey it doesn't ever hurt to look back and to see what you can learn from somebody who's, you know, just as eager as you once were. They might have that flame way more than you do. And my man, Sasson, definitely had that flame lit under his ass way more than I did. And it, it, nah, there's no pause in that. There's no pause in like, and a flame underneath the ass. You know what I mean? But man, nah, seriously, I'm, I'm I really... To get these- 
these pauses right. You yeah, know yeah, you, you, you're doing good. It you just learned sounds it. like that just sounded like it needed, it, it needed a pause. Because I said just, ass and fire, lit, like, you know, lit, uh, ass, uh, pause. It's just, My ass is lit, pause. You know what I'm saying? That's where you would say that. Well, that's a hard pause. I was, I was just, just in case. I feel you. But the one thing that I do want to give him a shout out is, and, you know, props to is, you know, getting me to start doing the intermittent fasting. It's causing me to ch- uh, change shit up in my everyday routines. And I've been really enjoying it and really been realizing how much stuff I take for granted. And yeah, let's get this show on the road. Let's do it. All right, guys. So as we promised, this is the first break. And like we told you guys earlier, we did find and run into some people that I do know personally from the bouncing world and from fitness. And who we did run into is my man, Abed, Mr. 6ix9ine himself. Abed, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Grinding, you know? We, I can already tell, man. It's way past midnight. And, <laughs> you know, we all in here working to achieve better results. The one question I have for you, my man, is what's your story with fitness and what does it mean to you? Uh, personally, like, I, this whole thing started because from both sides of my family, I was trying to escape, like, all the illnesses, like, uh from my father's side and my mother's side. But in the middle of it, you really kind of fall in love with the process, like the energy you get out of it, uh, motivating other people, the discipline. Like whatever you do in the gym, you carry it out uh, in the real life. Yeah, sir. Uh, And and not to cut you off, that's really funny because that's one of the things that I was saying earlier is that, you know, it's not about just practicing it in here you know when you can't get a weight that you want and you can't lift that you know when you're benching and you go for that pr you don't get it exactly you make a plan of action to get it now the same thing in life when you don't get that promotion you don't get that 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 money or whatever it is you make that plan of action to get it so i completely agree with what you're saying with you know practice what you're doing here in the real world Mm -hmm. and you know there shouldn't be any reason as to why you're not successful Exactly. But now let's switch as, gears a little bit. Go uh, ahead. No, no we're here. Go we're ahead. here. So <laughs> as we continue a little bit, uh, just some more questions we got for Abed. Um, we obviously met. I, I know Abed from knowing my man Spice over here and some of the events we used to do together. But I know you guys know each other personally from working together and a and, uh, long time before that, I'm sure. Um, with what you guys do, right, you guys come from being bouncers. How... How much can you apply things like keeping in, in shape and making sure you're fit? Does that apply into the outside world as, as much as, you know, it's, it's necessary to maintain I mean, that physical fitness? Yeah, definitely. Uh, being a bouncer, you don't want to... Uh, you don't want to be frail. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like... Mind y'all. You got to be the yeah, bouncer, You guys got to pay around, attention. You, know? you guys got to pay attention. We're going to post that, the intro... And you're going to see a video of that. He is not a frail. <laughs> he really is 6'9"? Six 6'9". Nine? Six nine, so. <laughs> and I don't mean Takashi. No, but he is six he's 6'9". Nine. Nine. Huge, huge. So I'm sure you're that intimidating in a I moment. Mean, uh, yeah, uh, but you know like what's it. crazy, though, is, and I mean, this is what, you know, we all used to work together, the three of us. Yeah. Patio last summer. Yes, sir. They had a bed at the, at the most highest point. Because not only is he tall, but he has that aerial view and he has that presence of being you know, really intimidating. Yes. I look like a pit bull compared to this great Dane. <laughs> I, it's, it's truth be told, like, yeah, I might be okay big or whatever, but when you look at him, he's a monstrosity next to me, yeah. and it's just, you know, it helps. What you piggyback off of his answer, you have to be physically fit. Now, let's say, for example, 
if somebody else comes in who's, who might be a little bit stronger than me. I have to be able to hold my own and know what I can push. So being active in the gym helps. And I don't know if you agree. Yeah, yeah you know, your take on like, it. Uh, sure. Definitely. And also your confidence. Like, you know, your confidence level, it's, uh, it's off the roof. Like, yeah. the stronger you get, you know. So like, you, you look at yourself you, in the exactly. mirror as much as Spice does. Uh, <laughs> <I don't> think, <laughs> like right now. Think, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do yeah. that. It's, it's, as you mentioned, there's not enough mirrors in, yeah, inside the gym for Spice. That. But, uh, I mean, you know, like uh, being a bouncer, like you know your, uh, your strength at the gym. You know what you can uh, do and what you cannot do. Also, like I think like being in the gym actually made me a little calmer. Yes, you know? sir. Uh, you don't want to... You find your peace, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't want to be as aggressive because you don't have to. Exactly. Well, you, I, I feel like, and to go with what you're saying, I feel like um, I, I have sometimes where I don't get to the gym for a couple of days, just life catches up, and right. I happen. get a little aggressive. <laughs> I think I, I need to release that, that anger, and not anger, but it's just like, you know, you're tense, you're stressed. You're, you know, you're stressed. So it's a, definitely a stress reliever. So I can imagine in your situation, um, when you're out there, and, and kind of to, to apply a little more, um, I don't believe, and this is for all our listeners, I don't believe it's so much about work out so you can feel confident, and no, 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 but you, you're, it's not that the strength is what's going to um, be applied, it's just you're, you're maintaining your mind occupied with something like fitness, with your body, with your health, with what you eat, and that also transpires forward when you're handling Something like a nightclub or yeah, something like that. It, it teaches you a lot of discipline. Yes. Like, uh, definitely. And, like, uh, also respect. That's you know, right. like, uh, I was telling one of my friends the other day, like, I work uh, for AT&T, and sometimes, like, someone else would, like, come in, and, like, you can tell, like, they work out, like, they're talking about working out. And, like, from your own experience, you know, like, what the person, like, went through to get the the shape that they are yeah, yeah. so like you know you like, can relate mutual, yeah, you can relate to that. absolutely and I'm gonna jump in I don't give a fuck that's the <laughs> one reason why I stare in the mirror cause you know what's funny you say AT&T Abed knows me from before bouncing back when I used to work at AT&T we used to work at different stores yeah. and Abed could tell you how fat I was and that oh, you know, know what it is yeah. it's not necessarily like okay whatever you get addicted to what your body can do and how far you can you push can that push limit. Yes, yeah, sir. You know what I mean? You're at the you're at the consistent you're consistently pushing your body to the point of breaking and you're sculpting your body. It's yeah. amazing yeah. what just food, cardio, and lifting iron can do to one's body. Yeah, you pretty much like uh, fall in love with the the art itself. Yes, yeah, sir. It's uh like your your body before it's just a blank canvas, you know, nice. and you gotta go hard and and get honestly the speaking, what he says it's a blank canvas. I think, you know, it's a form of art in the sense that, you know, great sculptors, you know, in the past, you look at Michelangelo and whoever else used to sculpt these great stones. They used, they had a hammer and a chisel. We use iron to sculpt. Like and and Arnold said this best. Okay, if my. My, my left bicep might be a little bit rig- bigger than my right bicep. Okay, I got to do two extra reps. I don't have clay to put on there and then chisel off. Yeah. It's, I got to count the repetitions. Okay, do I got to squeeze harder? How much more blood can I get into that, into that yeah. muscle in that short amount of time? So 
it becomes an art, it becomes an addiction, and it's just, it's a, it's it's a, a way to express though. yourself. Yeah, it's a good addiction. Yeah, it's a good addiction. I think... Like, you, you get uh, addicted to, like, the, the process. Like, and the results, the results. And... Uh, and yeah, growing, and like I mean, that, it's yeah, and like uh, and seeing like uh, the outcome, like yeah. uh, how you motivate uh, some people, and like how good of, like a positive energy you carry all day long. So yeah, things like that. I mean, one thing I, I want to make sure that our listeners can uh, relate, and I, I don't feel that you know this is specific to side of bed, you know, um, and us here doing the podcast, but make sure you can apply it to anything in life. I feel like. Just the gym doesn't mean that that's all you're doing, but I think that the perseverance and the strength that you show and discipline in a location like the gym, it also transpires to your workplace, to home, to maintaining a good life and a good life balance. Um, C.T. Fletcher said this month the best. How bad do you fucking want it? Yeah. And I wanted this shit better than I could breathe. And it comes down to whether it's a chick you want, whether it's the money you chase, whether it's a car you want to drive, whether it's the, the lifestyle you want to portray. It comes down to how bad do you want it and what are you willing to fucking do? And that's just, I, I, I don't know if Abed, you can agree. Like I used to honestly, and not, not saying that I'm anywhere near on Abed's level, but when I walked into the gym when I was heavy set, he was one of the guys that I would be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take him down one day and I'm going to get to that level. Yeah. You know, and I did whatever it took to get to a level where now me and him could be like, okay, you know what, let's work out together. And, and you know what I mean? We could push each other. Where before, the, the, we, we, there were sessions where we did work out and he would leave me in the dust and blow me out the water. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, hey, it I, is, it is, it, it's it true, is. but you, you, you get to a point where now you're able to be equals in the yeah. gym. But it, it, the good thing is most, most of the time you can meet somebody like a bed or spice and it doesn't matter because i work out before even till now it didn't matter who i worked out with because we could change the weights or we could do whatever as long as you're working out with somebody most of these people are are super happy to work out with somebody as long as you show the effort and i think that's one of the biggest things show me your effort let me know that how serious you are about it and for sure let's work out i don't care how many times i got to take off that 45 and put a 25 on it's just a matter of hey you're showing discipline you're showing effort and you're consistent and and you want to grow um i think to finish off right now i think i want to give a better opportunity just to kind of let you know a couple words that you think um our listeners could could take with them even to the gym to their life to work whatever it is um just anything that you think like how you think when you wake up in the morning or something that drives you every day while you're um consistent. i mean uh, uh i would say consistency you know yeah. like uh as long as you're consistent like you're gonna be amazed by the kind of result you're gonna get this is pretty much it goes for everything in life like the gym like your work like your relationship you know you just gotta be consistent with uh what you're doing and that's it awesome one last question what is something that you're oddly obsessed with right now <laughs> and not work related it can't be work related it can't be fitness we <laughs> and it can't be the gym so yeah. what's something that you find it could be a tv show it could and be you, a you can't say video your game i was oh, gonna God say left. my daughter bro. <laughs> Yo, honestly, <laughs> you should be daughter, but that ain't the one <laughs> nah, but that's, 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 and honestly and congrats and god bless you you know what i mean as you, as you as and as your beautiful daughter but what's something that you're oddly obsessed with right now that's something All that right. nobody knows about it could be quirky something that you do I mean, every day 
Well, like pretty much right now, like what I would say I'm uh, pretty much obsessed about is retiring early. Like, okay. I'm work, hey. Like I'm okay. working my days, like uh, my butt off, like days in, days out, like, and I gotta retire you early. Retiring. <laughs> I'm cool with it. It's not something that'd be no. bad to be obsessed about. I'll take it. <laughs> Good luck, I, I try to think outside the box, you know. Like, yeah. it's just Fam, like, I try to get injured at work so I can retire early. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that one. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> but, uh, All right, man. Mr. So, Abed, thank you for taking the time out to anytime, speak to us. Man, anything for you. You, you already know. Um, we'll definitely link back up here. Sunday, we're going to do chest. Yes, sir. And we'll definitely <laughs> yeah. catch us at some gigs. Any last words? Mr. No last words. As we continue, this is uh, part two. We're going to have a little part three in a little while. And uh, we are continuing our workout right now. Big shout out to Abed. And uh, it's Sasong and Spice, part hey, two, episode four. Man. Oh, yeah. All right, we're, we're done, done for now. <laughs> survival of the fit, only the strong So if y'all ever thought there was somebody that works out more than me and is in this gym more than me, right. it's my man Jacques. What's, what it do? What's going on, brother? What's going on? We're good. We always here. We always in here. You know what I'm saying? But so Jacques, talk, talk to him. Tell him, you know what I'm saying? Like, like your story. My story? Yeah, man. I mean, um... What brought you into fitness? I've been training since I was, like, I don't know, like, 13. You mean like, since you well, were, like, th 13 months old? <laughs> Seems <laughs> like it sometimes. <laughs> but since I was, like, 11, 12, it started with boxing. It started with just uh, the high school gym. And um, when I was boxing, actually, my parents never wanted me to, um, to fight. Okay. So I had to forge their signature just to compete. <laughs> so that's where it all started. Nice. And nice. then after that, the desire. That step away from boxing is for mixed martial art, and for mixed martial art to weightlifting. So I'm always doing something to keep me active. Uh, I was never into getting too bulky. I never wanted to be the biggest guy in the room. Endurance and something that I can apply every day on the street was always my main thing. So Mind you, this guy. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> his abs have abs. His riblets have riblets. He's cut for no goddamn apparent reason whatsoever. And when he says he uses endurance, that's the one thing I can attest to. You know, Jacques took me under his wing to show me a few things. Because, you know, when it comes to this, this world of fitness, you can never know too much. And if the day you think you know too much, you don't know shit. It was a humbling experience for me to be like, okay, yeah, you know, people told me within the last year I made all this progress. I'm this nigga. Okay, I think I'm this shit. And Jock was like, yo, let's work out one day. In a funny yeah. manner, he wasn't no, even cocky was about it. He's like, hey, you want to work out with a smile on his face, knowing he's going to absolutely fuck me up in this place. And I said, sure. And I think the first workout we did together was shoulders. Oh, God. Good yeah, choice. It was shoulders. We actually oh, came in here. Yeah, we, we came in here. We threw a few. No, first, was, first we did boxing. A few rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, first we did boxing. And, and I ain't shit when it though. comes to endurance. And I realized that you could do cardio every day. You could lift every day, but there's extreme levels to this. And, you know, it, it was a very humbling experience to know that I couldn't throw a punch for a long, a long period of time. And the way that, you know, Jacques snaps a punch and comes back. It's, it's meticulous. It's incredible. It left me speechless. I'm learning right now. Funny thing is, yeah. I pulled in today and, and uh, Spice was like, oh, I get to introduce you to my boy Jacques. Uh, he's been training me. He's been helping me. And then I'm like... I pull in and I see Jacques. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? This is like, I don't know. 
there's been multiple times we've worked out too, and and uh, for sure, yeah, Jacques I burned did. me out. I don't I don't recall the last thing. All I remember was pain. So, pause. for sure. I'm just going to throw a pause. That's not... Come on. Here we go with the pause. That's pause-worthy. Pause worthy. That's a pause. <laughs> all I remember from Jacques was a burn. Hey, yo, pause. Really? Pause. All right. Yo, this is that but, bullshit, yo. Nah, but seriously, though. Like, I remember doing shoulders with him. Like, as a real workout. Not doing the cardiovascular with the boxing. But I remember actually doing shoulders. And then... I was fucked up for a few days, and then I remember doing chest, and I, I just told the story to a bed. I, I love doing chest. That's probably, like, one of my favorite workouts, because I used to have, you know, f- like, you know, bitch tits. Let's just call it spade a spade. I used to have man breast assist, and, you know, transforming it and going from uh, that look to actually having pectoral muscles, I love chest. Yeah. And I emphasize that it's, because it's, it's I fucking... It's such a visual yeah, high, too. And I remember telling him, too, I'm like, uh, you pick whatever muscle group you want to work. Pick your strongest. <laughs> and I was and like... he goes, hey, I'm strong at, uh, at shoulders. At shoulders, but not... That's shoulders. why we started yeah, with shoulders. Started with shoulders, shoulders I kept time. up a little bit. I'm like, yeah, hey, I, I just pick up. whatever muscle group you feel comfortable with. He said, I'm <laughs> he strong He does shit like that, too. He'll be like, whatever you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah. I'm good in anything. And, and the fucked up part was he was doing legs. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I, I said, I'm doing shoulders. He's like, all right, cool, we're doing shoulders. He'll switch up. I remember times I was leaving. I said it earlier, too. I was like, one of the last times I remember I was on my way out. And he was just like... Ah, come on, just stay. We we just got here, and I'm like, ah, oh, three hours later, I'm still yeah, in the damn gym. Precious, <laughs> man. And boy, well, I tell you, so going back to this chest story, I thought I was the shit. I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I kept up with a shoulder workout. I could keep up with Jock. Let's do this. No, sir. No, sir. no, sir. He after the chest workout, I'm like, Jock, you know, I got work in the morning. He's like, yeah, yeah, just real quick, we we'll do triceps. No, 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 Jacques, no, no, I have work in... Yeah, me too. Let's go. Triceps. Let's go. Let's knock it out. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Get it done, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck it. Might as well. So, yeah, so moving forward, just kind of uh, as we continue with the Sazon and Spice podcast, uh, we want to give the listeners as much of an opportunity to meet people around us who are doing positive things. Um, we do know that Jacques is in the police force, and one of the questions we wanted to ask was, how does... Being in the gym, staying positive and, and active, always in the gym, staying physically fit as one of your goals, how does that translate into the work life as well as the home and everything that surrounds you? Well, like I said before, um, fitness has always been part of my life. Um, I always was working out, staying in shape. Um, but becoming a cop, that's just giving me an additional reason. Yeah. Or should I say an excuse yeah, yeah. to be here more? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the last thing that I want is not coming back to my loved one because of me being in out of shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? The last thing I want is somebody to put me in the hospital where I could have won that fight had I stayed on shape, yeah. had I stayed on top of thing, if my endurance was good enough. Yes, sir. Because the thing is you fail to understand in a fight, every second is like a minute, right? Yeah. A fight that lasts 30 seconds is going to look like as if it was a 30 minutes fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't take much to make a difference whether you go home Oh, you don't go, go nice. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean, so man, I don't know if I it's like sixty second in a fight seems like yeah, twice. no, it's it's forever. You know I mean, I rec- I, I kind of relate to you. My time in the military, I mean, it's the reason why the military keeps us so in shape. I was active duty, and then when I went inactive, where I was in the, like the National Guard, one of the reasons why I got out of the National Guard was because 
they had no sense of the same um, goals, the discipline. Um, because it's, you know, weekend warriors and things like that. And no offense to anybody who listens in National Guard. So much, much love to all the veterans and all the, um, you know, supporters around. Uh, just one of the things, it's like, it, it's real. You have to be prepared for the, the real life incidents, things that can happen. So I can relate to you uh, 100%. And um, I know how, how much it is an extra to be to do this because there's not it's not every officer that's out there out on his time off right, right, right. doing this you know it's 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 not easy man i'll tell you this from, from my standpoint like i don't know if you remember this jock but there was that slashing at the at the spot that i work at i don't know if you were working that night but the guy who got cut from here to here I mean, I've seen a few slashes. Yeah. It was in but September. at that time, I think I was on a different command. Okay, so basically, like, command. you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about how seconds can change your life. You know yeah. what I mean? When you're, even from my standpoint, now you, I got you, cop, active military. I'm, a, I'm in this night scene. So you know what I mean? Where a second, could, where you look away for one second, somebody's breaking a beer bottle and slashing somebody across the neck. Right. Pandemonium. You know what I mean? So it's always good to stay physically fit and active so that way you know that you could jump around move people get to stuff you know what i mean and suppress situations because literally in a blink of an eye every second is like a minute in a oh, yeah, think about sure. it like you know when, when a fight breaks out in the club it just everybody hypes it up and you swing it down it's like time slows down oh yeah so it's like you have to make literally every second count and if you're not fit i remember <laughs> funny story i remember getting in a fight um, and it was just me defending a friend and, and just having a conversation with somebody. And, you know, it escalated to a fight. And I remember going in. I was physically fit. And, I was, and we were fighting. Me and this dude who I didn't even know who the hell I was fighting. And it got to the point where I looked at the bouncer. And he was standing over me. And I'm like, are you going to stop the damn fight? Like, like hey, I, I'm holding this dude. You know, I need, I need somebody to stop this now because... At a certain point, like, I'm just going to hurt this dude or choke him out so I can quit because right, right. I can't. At a certain point, you're just, like, exhausted. But I, I can definitely understand, but you know, in your... At the same time, um, when you are fit and you're capable of defending yourself, you feel like you don't have to go out and prove anything to anyone. So a lot of time, it's like guys that are fit and capable of handling themselves, they are the most peaceful guys. So, so you're not going around picking up fights because I know what I'm capable yeah. of doing. And because, of, because I know what I'm capable of doing and I know I'm capable of hurting you. Yeah. And the last thing that I want to do is end up on the other side of the fence in the cage. So you know funny, funny that you relate to that. you give me a reason and you provoke me, yeah. I would never start a fight with anyone. And even when somebody does try to start a fight with me, until you cross the line and you invade my space where I felt like, okay, if I don't take you out, you're going to take me out, yeah. uh, then that's when it's going to escalate. But as far as talk, you can talk from here to Cali, exactly. back and forth, call me all kind of names, I'm just going to smile. Because yeah. bottom line is a lot of people that do get loud, they just use it as a self, sort of defense yeah. mechanism, right? So you don't get involved, so you don't get physical, so it doesn't get there. They're trying to put in your head like, yeah, I'm a tough guy. But really, guys that are going to hurt you, they're not even going to give you a warning. Yep. You cross that line, they know you cross that line. Now That's, you They threat, know their line. They're going to take you out. Exactly. Right? So a lot of times, training also put that sense of self-discipline in you. Yes, sir. Because at the end of the day, if I'm out with my girl, with my loved one, like the last thing I want to do is trying to start a fight with you, right? Yeah. So I look at it this way. You never know what someone is capable of doing. That's right? a fact. Same way, a lot of time, I'll say 99.9% .9 of the time when I go into the store or when I go somewhere, 
I have a weapon on me. But 110% of the time, no one knows that I have a weapon on me. Yeah. So I always tell myself, so how do I know the next guy don't have a gun as well? Yeah. And the funny thing is, I'm carrying legally, so how do I know he doesn't have one and willing to use it recklessly? Yeah. So why would I start something with that guy if it's not necessary to start it with? So when you discipline yourself that way, it's just, it helps you in a lot of different ways in life. It's just coming from the gym. Because truth is, if I'm in the gym and I'm training, and then I go home, I eat, I go to work, hang out with my loved one, that less time that it leaves for me to be hanging around the streets. Yes, sir. Because truth is, they're not in on the streets. Yeah. You know I, I love mean? there's, I, there's so, nothing on the streets. So just to come bring it back full circle, uh, love that you brought it to how the discipline um, brings it out to your to the real world where, you know, people with the, the gym and the discipline of working out or maintaining physical fitness um, doesn't transpire. It, it allows you to be more mellow out. That's one of the main things that our last guest just had on part a few minutes ago, um, which is a bed. And he related to that same thing. He's like, even in the scene of where they're in as bouncers, people that are more fit, fitness um, oriented. oriented and, you know, they have that drive and, and motivated, they also are aware of their, their, their capabilities. capabilities and are able to bring them down. And as you said, the same way, you know that line because you know what you're putting in as an effort as well as um, the time you're putting in right. to, to be prepared for a moment like that but you also mentally are prepared to, like, to say I don't want to do this but if it happens Absolutely. and it's the same thing I, I had this conversation and I said it earlier I had this conversation um, recently and it was the fact that not always is being physically fit about showing muscles or you know looking good and all that it's great that is definitely the plus but it's functional and that's one of the things. If you're in a life-threatening situation, it doesn't have to be a bar fight. It, you could be hanging off a cliff. Yeah, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, something's right, right. so simple. But you never know. You can be in an emergency that you need to be a, just a little stronger or that little bit more of endurance, like you said. And that could save your life. It could be the difference between life and death. And I'm sure in the situation where you, the job you do, it's, it's the same thing. It yeah, applies and, directly. And it came from when I was young also. Um, I'm talking about 13, 14 living my house to go back and train. So by the time I would come back, it's like, I'll be too damn tired to, to want to start trouble with anyone. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And the little energy that I have after I left school, I know I got to go to boxing for yeah, like yeah, two, yeah. three hours. So I'm not trying to start any problem with anyone. Because yeah. there's a saying that goes, you know, the worst thing that a coward is a coward with power. It takes a lot to have power and be able to restrict yourself. Knowing that I can destroy you, but I won't do it. Awesome. It takes a lot to do that. Yeah. And anybody can have power and abuse it. That, that's nothing. Yeah. Anybody can grab a gun and pull it. Any five years old can grab a gun and pull it. But the ability knowing that, okay, I do have that weapon on me, but I will never use it until that last very second where if I don't use it, me or a third party is going to get hurt. Yeah. It requires a lot of restraint and discipline, yeah. discipline, discipline to do that. And it's not just with a weapon. It's with everything. If with knuckles, fists, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can be working down the street and you and your homie, because you know you with your peoples, you're going to be talking reckless. Yeah. Or whether I'm wearing the one colors, you're going to be calling out names. It takes a lot for me to just keep walking and not turn back. Yes, sir. Right? It, Knowing right. that if I do turn back, it's not something can happen. Yeah. Right? No, because and it's I something, tell people all the time, it, like, on a one-on-one -on -one fight, 
I won't be as deadly as on a three-on-one. So if I'm fighting with you one-on-one, I'm going to be very careful on what I do to you. Yeah. Right? I'm going to refrain myself a lot. I'm extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm not going to try to hurt you or put you in the hospital. You're going to think you're going to you're you're try and stop yeah, the I'm fight. Or, and, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to end the fight. Yeah. But if there's more than two or three of you, now you become a gang assault. Yeah. Now I'm entitled to take any one of your lives for me to be the last one standing. Yeah. Comparing to a one-on-one fight, okay, I knock this guy out. The guy is down. Leave it alone. Yeah. If there's three of you, and I, most I likely if you attack me, you're going to fight me one-on-one, and I have a weapon on me. You will never know. I will fight you, and my weapon will still be holstered. Yeah, yeah. I will never pull out my weapon on a one-on-one fight. But if I'm being jumped by three, four people, where I might get hurt, no, or no, if they knock me out... It's a different perspective. Because the thing is, if they knock me out, the thing is, you have to remember with people that bring a gun and police officers. There's one thing you always bring into a fight. That's a weapon. And when you're not unconscious, you get knocked out, that weapon can end up in the hand of the wrong wrong person. Where if if it's not going to shoot you, the life of the public can be in danger. Yes, sir. Right? So therefore, if I'm fighting you one-on-one, you got a better chance of walking away in one piece. Comparing if you got three of your boys and now you're jumping me, the last thing that I want to do is be unconscious with a gun on my waist. Yeah. So if I have to use it at the last minute to take three, all three of you out. It's, it's, it, and it's, it's, it's the responsible simple. and it's the, it's just it's the perspective, which is, which is great because I, I've always looked at it like, um, you know, if it's three people, I feel like I can't, you know, or four people, you can't fight them. But in a situation like where you're at. It's a gang assault. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, three people stomping on your head. Yeah, no, of course. That can be the last day that you ever see daylight. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? Of but if I'm fighting you one-on-one, that's a fair fight. There's never a reason for me to go towards my weapon. I'm going to handle myself one-on-one, even with two people. But when it starts being three, yeah. and I feel like I'm not getting the best out of it, and I'm being jumped, oh, it's and it's three of you and possibly have a weapon or a knife, then my life is pretty much in danger. As, as much as I hate to pull out my weapon and take no, but then, but, life, but, but, this whole time, time yeah. if I have to go if there your hand is forced your hand is forced right yeah. if I have to go there I'll go there you know I what I mean you. and because of that knowing that knowing that I have that weapon on me knowing that the discipline that I required to keep that weapon holstered I would never start anything even when somebody yeah, else started I would try not just but that's but that's the other thing coming bringing it back around one of the things that I love is the fact that Everything ties together. The weapon being holstered, you speaking on the discipline it takes to keep yeah, that holster. Yeah. But it all creates, it all comes down to the, the time you put in before the incident happens or the unfortunate acts may happen. You always keep in mind to stay healthy, to stay fit, to stay alert right. um, by, by investing time, which I think that the gym and your body should be the best investment, right? right, right. At all points. When, you, when, when you're fit, it's not like you're going to walk around saying you're Superman or none of that. No, there's always somebody that's stronger and tougher than you, right? So it's not like I'm going to walk around because I'm fit. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm untouchable. Yeah. Not at all. But what it does is it puts a sense of confidence in you where um, for every little thing, you're not going to be fucking jumping off your feet and be scared of your shadow to the point yeah. where you're going to feel the need to reach for that weapon. Because quite honestly, I've been in situations where people get in my face, this and that, and I never once even thought of the idea of pulling out my weapon. Yeah. Now, most people that do carry a gun, yeah, they would not even let it take that for, go that for, for them to pull out their weapon. But me, that's not the case. Why is that? Because from a young age, I'm used to people getting in my face. Yeah. I'm used to punches being thrown at me. 
I'm used to getting some into Some people aren't even, like, have never had a real fight. All right, some people you know? are not yeah. used to that. So that can be a problem. That, that's the reason why fitness is important in life, because he put that sense of confidence on you knowing that, okay, I'm capable of doing this. I'm capable of lifting this guy. This guy threw a punch at me. I'm capable of grabbing him and slamming him yeah. without having to, to do, go to deadly to, force. Yeah, deadly and force. Because, you know, and that's the thing, the thing you have to remember, when you have a weapon, once you pull that trigger and that bullet go flying, on the opposite end of it, to you, that person might be somebody that's provoking you. But in reality, that person is somebody to somebody. Yeah. That's somebody's kid, somebody's uncle, somebody's father, somebody's brother, sister. Yes, sir. The list goes on. So you have to be very thoughtful of that. And the one way, the one thing that can keep you from crossing that line a lot of time is just building that confidence, whether it's self-defense, staying fit to the point where you're not going to be jumping over your shadow every time you know, you're walking down of the street. Course. You know what I mean? That's Get used sure. to dealing with different people. You know what I mean? Whether it's from race to body size. Don't let somebody's size just intimidate you for no reason. Right? Somebody can be the biggest person in the room. And they suffer. And they fall the same way. Yep. And they fall the same way. You know what I mean? So don't let that intimidate you to the point where when you deal with somebody that you're not used to, you're going to let that make your guards go all the way up to the point where you're going to feel like your life is threatened. And that you can apply that whether you have a weapon or whether it's just the guy on the street that capable of handling himself with his hand, but a lot of time preferred not to. Understood. It's the same discipline. Like what you're doing here is the same discipline everywhere else. I feel you. you know what I mean? Well, to uh, wrap it up, we want to thank my man Jacques. Um, some last words from my man Spice. No, nah, that's it. I mean, you, like I said, we are, this week we were in the Iron Playground. Next week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going to. Um, not next week, sorry, the week after we're going to be going into a physical therapist where my man Sasson is going to be getting his uh, shoulder worked in by, uh, by a very good friend of mine. And again, I want to thank Abed and I want to thank, you know, Jacques for taking the time out to speak to us. And, you know, that's a wrap for episode four. We thank y'all for tuning in and good night. Good night.